Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Awesome. Thank you so much to everyone, to the whole team who have put in time and effort in the background and some a lot of this we didn't know about and uh, obviously to all of those guys who have given us such great words from all over the world, I suppose. Um, and it's amazing being part of a global kingdom family, isn't it? And all of those people are part of that and most of them are coming and visiting this year, which is going to be great. Um, so we... Just to open up, I suppose, we just want to thank all of you for everything you've done over the years and even over the weekend coming and vacuuming water up with me. But, uh, but there's so many different ways we serve in the kingdom and um, all of you are a part of that in different ways. And so we want to thank you for your encouragement, your hunger for God, your serving around the place, um, your helping, your commitments, your heart. And we just look forward to that growing even stronger in the next 10 years. And so we really do thank you for, for everything. so thankful we really are I think today I felt overwhelmed even this morning getting ready to come here just reflecting on God's goodness and reflecting on his goodness through all the seasons that we've walked together as a family and he when the Bible says that he is faithful he really is faithful and I'm just so grateful that we are standing here today after 10 years, many more years. Before. This is actually 25 years for me of being in this church family, 10 years of being the senior pastors. And we've traveled through a lot of different things. We've traveled through a lot of different seasons. But what God has birthed today, what we are walking in today, the blessings that we are privileged to enjoy today is part of all that we've walked through. So God uses everything. He uses everything. There's purpose in everything. He has a plan in everything. And I know that we are thankful for who we are today and who we are together today. Um, and just so thankful for family. <laughs> so thankful for family. I was just reflecting over the different seasons just in the last 10 years that we've both personally walked through. And I think the one thing that stands out to me is the power of love. The power of his love for us, but the power of family, of loving one another, of people who, and I will cry this morning, you know me, so just ignore that, it's all good, it's all good. But the power of being in a community, in a family where people genuinely love you, and you genuinely love them back. And to know when people say, I'm praying for you, and I'm with you, and we're thinking of you, they mean it with all their heart. That means the world to us. So we are so thankful. And we're excited for the next 10 years, and looking forward to seeing all that God does. Um, but absolutely blessed and blown away by God's goodness. So, yeah, thank you. It, it's, uh, I haven't prepared anything in the sense of historical stuff to run through, partly because there's, there's only a certain amount of time and we do want to just share where we're at now. But the one thing I want to say 
which was an interesting fact, and I think we've shared this before. I remember, and mum and dad referred to it uh, when they were talking about when they were finishing up here. Um, and I still remember being on one of the rows at the time and Karen, I think, was worship leading. She came down and Dad had announced that they were finishing up and, and Karen sort of turned to me and said, this is ours. And I remember at that moment, th- I had that strange little feeling in your stomach where I'm just like, no. <laughs> Please, no. Um, and... What conjures up in a pastor's kid's mind it, okay, every Saturday now I've got to do funerals, I've got to do weddings, I've got to wear a suit, I've got to be formal, I've got to smile at everyone even when they're criticising me. I've got to do the late night phone calls when someone wants to be sick but they haven't been at church for 12 weeks but they still want all the help, etc, etc, etc. And so that's what a pastor's kid thinks of, right? So it's worth you knowing that. But... Um, But interestingly enough, that transpired a few months of just me searching it out and I knew it was God and obviously there was a whole lot of, you know, stuff that went on in that season where the enemy didn't want us to lead. But here we are 10 years later, we testify to God's goodness and yeah, we testify to your longevity and our longevity and we've come through into a promised land and it takes fight, it takes guts, it takes determination, you have to press through the sufferings and the perseverance and the trials and then after years and years and years of doing that and being faithful, God releases the promised land and so he gets all the glory for anything that's ever good that's come out of me and uh, and so it's an amazing testimony, you are a testimony to God's goodness here in this place. And we do pray that the next 10 years are even bigger and better and uh, minus a lot of the sufferings and trials (laughs) because God's cleaned out a whole lot of stuff. And so it's awesome. So what we want to do today is just share a few things. And one of the things is really a theme that we have felt for this year, and that is growing together. We went away with our our team for a couple of days recently and it was just such a blessed time. We are so blessed with the team God's given us. We thank you all for your hearts and commitment and serving Jesus here with us at Harvest. And um, and really what came to us when we were thinking about this year was it's it's 10 years and we've, we've done a lot of things. There's a lot of mature ones amongst you who have served Jesus in different capacities and it's incredible and amazing and we love that. And what really came to us, and we're going to throw a picture up of an orchard, and we, we, we sort of felt the picture of an orchard, and it's kind of like we are a big orchard, a well-matured orchard, full of fruit, full of people, and growing together means that we want to keep bearing fruit, but we don't do it on our own as random, isolated you know, events. We do it together. And together we cross-pollinate the kingdom and we help each other. We shade one another. We give each other nutrients and life and our roots go down into that same soil of the kingdom together. But there is order to it and there is a structure and a purpose. And there's seasons that come and seasons that go in all of these different things. But overriding that, it's God's order and his power and his presence. And what comes out of that is fruitfulness. 
And we love fruitfulness. I feel like I preach on it every second week. Fruitfulness. Because we're not called to be barren Christians. We're called to be fruitful. Fruitful in our workplaces, in our careers, in our families, in our marriages, in our health, in our bodies, in our speech. In every interaction we have with other people here on earth, we are called to bear kingdom fruit. And so we believe that God is stirring a new motivation for kingdom fruit. That time is short, time is limited, and that we have a certain capacity as humans here on earth to use every vantage point that he's given us for his kingdom benefit. And it looks very different for everyone, everyone sitting in the room, but whatever it is, we're called to bear kingdom fruit. And so we started at the verse which we'll throw up there, 1 Peter 4.10, and it says, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. God's grace varies, His anointing varies on every single person, but He's called each one of us to serve one another in the kingdom, letting our nutrients rise up in our bodies and in our kingdom uh, calling so that we bear fruit to God's service. But we do it together. We don't do it on our own. And we do it in an orchard of the kingdom that looks like harvest. And it's going to be stretched out a little bit down to Udinga soon. And we have a Persian expression as well. And so we have different ways that it comes out, but all one orchard that is all on about bearing fruit for his kingdom. And so we're excited about what that means, but we do it in the power of the Spirit. Like good old Duncan said, I mean, and David Crabtree and some of those other guys, Interestingly enough, watching that, all of those couples and people that that spoke there have deposited a little bit of kingdom nutrients into our orchard. And there's a little bit of their DNA in us. You can see that when you hear David talking and Murray and Duncan and uh, Shampa and Jonathan and uh, all, all of them. There's a little bit of that kingdom DNA nutrients that we need. And that's what we need to give each other that cross-pollination of encouragement. When one's down, another is strong. And, and so we need to cross-pollinate. Last year, spurring one another on was the theme. And so we continue that this year by growing together and cross-pollinating. I think for us, when God really spoke those words, grow together, it really resonated with our spirit of what he's already doing in us and what he's continuing to grow. And like Marty said, there's something really special when you see a fruit tree and we love fruit and vegetables, you know us. I get excited when I see a fruit tree, but when you see an orchard of fruit trees together, when they are all fruiting, there is something absolutely incredible about the, the abundance in that particular field or that particular place. And, and when we first stepped into ministry, God placed on our hearts the word kingdom, the words kingdom family, and that was a seed that he deposited in our spirit. And it's something that he has grown over these 10 years to who we are today. And kingdom family isn't about one person or two people. It's not even about a few people. It's not about the staff or the leaders. Kingdom family is about every single person being connected to the Lord and the Holy Spirit flowing through them. Because the truth is, is the fruit that is flowing from your life, the people around you need. And the fruit that is coming from my life, it's not just for us, it's for those around us. And we need each other. We have, we have experienced this and learned this over the years. 
I have learned this through my days of recovery and health, the value and the blessing of people around pouring out and loving and supporting and being there. The fruit of your life is so precious and it is for a purpose and it is for a reason. And when we allow God to, to really release that fruitfulness in us, it is such a beautiful thing. And we've learned over the years that fruit doesn't come from striving. It doesn't come from straining. It doesn't come from trying so hard. I've never seen a fruit tree strive in my life. I see them looking so relaxed and so happy. And they are just grounded and they just drink in the sunshine. They drink in the fresh rain. They pull up the nutrients and they just rest in the faithfulness of God. And that's us. I know for so many years that no matter how hard I tried and no matter how hard I strived, I was not any more fruitful than today. Now living in a place where I rest in His goodness. And I breathe in His presence. And I just let Him flow. And that's His heart and His hand on each and every one of us. But when we come together and we grow together and we realize that my growth is special and important to the Lord, but that yours is and yours is, and we love one another and support one another. Because the truth is we all go through challenges. We all go through trials. And some of us are going through them today. But family, kingdom family, and loving one another and standing with one another, believing for one another is powerful, absolutely powerful. So there's a few things in growing together that God gave us, and I'll just start on these. A few areas that God really showed us are some areas that we really want to grow in together this year. There are so many things. We could have listed off loads and loads of stuff. But some of the areas that we've listed as key ones is, and I'll start off on my little topic because I like it, is growing together in spirit, soul and body. So growing together in even deeper revelation, but also in practical application of what it means to be spirit, soul and body. So God made us three parts, reflection of the fact that He is three in one, and He has purpose in all of those parts of who we are. And this year, something that we want to continue to do as family is continue to grow in the, the whole element of spirit, soul, and body. We are so interconnected. Our spirit and our body and our soul, which is our mind, our will, and emotions, are so deeply connected and so entwined. And there is just phenomenal wisdom and revelation that the Lord is releasing today on what it looks like to be healthy and strong and fruitful and to flourish in all areas of spirit, soul and body. Because sometimes we can be really good in one, <laughs> maybe two, and the other one struggles a little bit. And do you know what? That's normal because there's different seasons of life where God highlights different areas of what He's doing in us. But one particular thing that we love and we are passionate about, because we've also seen in our lives how important it is to recognise God made us this way. He cares about all these parts of who we are. And to really be healthy and whole, healed people heal people. Healthy people create healthy relationships. It, it flows on. What God does in here pours out of us 
and around us onto those around us. So to really let Him heal us and make us whole in spirit, soul and body is so beautiful and so powerful. There's a few more areas that I will continue on with. (laughs) So we also want to grow in healthy relationships. Healthy relationships create healthy marriages. Healthy marriages create healthy families. Healthy families create healthy community. And healthy communities not only create healthy um, nations and bigger communities, but they actually testify to the goodness of God. (laughs) And in this day that we live in, we see that the darkness is getting darker as the light becomes brighter. But we are the light. You are the light. We get to be the kingdom light of heaven in this world. So for us, growing in healthy relationships is so beautiful and so powerful because it really is the core of what God continues to do from that place. When we were on retreat a couple of weeks ago, we went to the Barossa and stayed at the Novotel. It was just so lovely. We had such a wonderful time. But one thing we talked about in healthy relationships is that it actually starts with me. <laughs> it starts with me and letting God do in me what He needs to do in me so that I can be healthy and whole to bring my best to the relationships around me. And that might look like giving yourself time for self-care, loving me, Letting God love me, letting other people love me and allowing my heart to be filled and to be whole so that I can then pour that out on those around us. So healthy relationships and continuing to grow in what that looks like. We love that we have so many healthy relationships and families in this place. And I know in my heart that God has made us a healing place and He has filled this place with His grace and with His goodness, and with His kindness. And we love when people come in that they just get loved on from the second they walk in the door, that they cannot escape you know, a big hug and a welcome. That is something really special. <laughs> and I think where we're at today, we don't take for granted what God has done and what He's doing. And it's the things, it's the little things in some sense that are actually the big things. Healthy people, healthy relationships, healthy marriages, family and community are all things for us that we, as we continue to grow in that, we see God's kingdom manifest more and more and we see other people's lives transformed. What He does in you, He wants to multiply. He wants to multiply it in the people around you because He's not only allowed you to walk through something for your own blessing and purpose, but He has allowed you to walk through it so that you can actually have the tools and the keys to bless someone else. And that goes for not only all of us who are here today, but those that God is bringing in. Those that he, He's bringing in people into the family and into the house and into His kingdom who need what you have learned, who need the healings that you've experienced, who need the wisdom and the love and the nurture. So growing in those areas for us means God just continuing to expand and increase His kingdom and increase His heart and increase His goodness in us and through us. The last thing in this particular area in growing together is something that we have shared on at many different times. And Peter McHugh, when he was here 
last year, still getting used to saying the new year, you've spent so much time in one year building up to the next and now we're here. So Peter McHugh last year, he shared on um, many wonderful things and a couple of things was um, self-awareness and personal responsibility. And this is something actually that Marty touched on many, many years ago. God gave him a word and he began unpacking that even before um, Peter McHugh started speaking. Self-awareness and personal responsibility really boils down to the fact that in my life, (laughs) no matter what I go through, it may be hard, it may be heartbreaking, it may be challenging, whatever I'm facing, I am aware of what God wants to do in me in this situation. And I realise, this is what self-awareness means to me, I begin to actually take responsibility for my part in the place that I'm in, for my part in whatever is happening in in my life at the moment, not pointing the finger, not blame shifting, not saying, but so-and-so did this to me and -and so-and-so did that to me and and that was not right. And, And that might all be true, but God has allowed it because He is doing something in my life and He is wanting to shape me and grow me and mature me. And I'm learning through this experience to the point where I thank Him for what I've been through. And I thank Him for the trials. So self-awareness really brings us back to that place of of saying, God, what do you want to show me in this situation? Life is hard. (laughs) Life is hard. Life is joyful. Life is glorious. And it's wonderful. It's not just one of those things. It's all of those things. And we all go through challenges, but it's what we do in those moments that define us. And it's what we allow God to do in those seasons that shape us. But having the ability to be self-aware in those moments, rather than just be other people aware, that is what causes depth. That is what causes a a deep well to to spring up within us. So self-awareness and personal responsibility means even though I'm in a situation where I'm challenged and this is hard and I'm not sure that I like what's going on in my relationships or my marriage or my family or my community in the challenging times that we face, self-awareness and personal responsibility says, God, what do you want to do in me through this? What are you working in my life? And how can I take responsibility for bringing healing, love, restoration, whatever it might be? So they're wonderful keys that really practically, on a very practical level, um, can cause an incredible amount of fruitfulness in our lives. An incredible amount of fruitfulness. So self-awareness and personal responsibility. Some of the practical things, just to sort of wrap up what we're saying, and, and a lot of the the things that we've shared so far are some of the spiritual themes or the themes that we are to take on and, and that outworks in a practical way in this community. And so again, if you go back to the, the thought of an orchard, uh, we're all a tree in that orchard and God is calling all of us to be fruitful. But we need to help one another with the gift that God's given us through His grace. And so having a awareness of ourselves helps us not project our problems and blame shift onto everyone else, but we take what God's given us and we live in the presence of God and getting our nutrients from Him and that benefits the orchard. We need your gift. We need your talent. We need what you have on your life. Whatever God's given you, your passion, your prayer, your service, your gifting and your talents, 
this region desperately needs. This region is crying out for strong churches and strong believers to bear kingdom fruit. They don't need more accusations. They don't need more uh, picket lines and battles. What they need is believers who bear so much fruit that we're irresistible. We're irresistible. That people look at us and go, man, you look good. What are you growing? (laughs) I'm not talking about the green marijuana stuff that, you know, it's become legalised apparently. But anyway, I'm talking about kingdom fruit. Kingdom fruit. Yeah. That is evidenced in our lives. We're not just preaching a, a message and saying you need to believe in this thing and they take a look at us or they listen to our speech and they think, that's so toxic, I can't believe the same thing. But that fruit is evident coming through who we are and how we speak and the realm of our lives and our relationships and our careers and even our realms that God's given us dominion over. And so it's really, really something that we believe God wants us to grow together. If you lonely, connect. If you need connection, connect in, please, because God does something powerful in a tribal anointing. When we gather together, and we might not even like each other sometimes, but that's okay. We love each other, and there's a kingdom purpose to it all. With the whole fruitfulness of what God is releasing to, sometimes in our culture, we can measure fruitfulness by success. The kingdom is completely different. God's fruitfulness is love, joy, Peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, goodness, and self-control. That is the fruit of the Spirit. That is the kind of fruit that God is bearing in our lives. The truth is, is when we love well, we succeed. When we are filled with joy and we're bubbling over with joy, that is a point of celebration. So His fruitfulness in your life and in my life looks like the character that He's building, looks like the daily grind that we walk through, looks like the the challenges or the trials or the joys. His fruit is born out of those places in your life and in my life. And for us, we see things differently now than we used to when we first stepped in 10 years ago. The little things in life are the big things. Loving well is the big thing. (laughs) Living in peace is the big thing. All the things that we can take for granted while we're pursuing our goals or pursuing our dreams or pursuing whatever we think it is that God has for us, the little things are the big things. And this is what God's bearing in our life. And I just want to say one more thing in in line of, of fruitfulness. God has made each of us completely unique for a reason and for a purpose. He has made you who you are because He likes you who you are. He does not want you to be anyone else or He would have made you someone else. He wants you to flourish and to thrive and to be fruitful in exactly who He's made you to be. And we can in our culture, because we're trained and we're taught by social media and by television and and by the movies we watch and by the shopping centres or whatever it is, we can be trained to think we need to be this or we need to be that or we need to have more of this or we should look more like that. And I want to tell you that has nothing to do with who you really are and what God has planned for your life. It's the complete opposite. The more you embrace who you are, the more you will see the fruit of what God's placed in you come to life. 
and we need the, the beauty of who you are and the uniqueness of who you are. So this year, give yourself permission to shine as who God's made you to be. Give yourself to explore that if you're not sure of some of the areas and the gifts He's given you. Make that a point of exploring, God, what is it in me? What have you placed? What are your passions? What are your dreams? What, is, what are the things that you've placed in me that you want to pour out? And if you think you look slightly different as a tree to the trees around you, rejoice, <laughs> celebrate, get happy. You might sound different, look different, be different. Thank you, Jesus. He wants the uniqueness of who we are to shine because that is the place where you will truly flourish. When I'm trying to be like someone else, I am squashing and hindering and, and holding myself back. But when I embrace who I am, all the bits that I think are good and all the bits that I think, you know, and yeah. When I do just love who He's made me, the more you shine, the more fruit you have, the more goodness of God flows through your life. So fruitfulness, fruitfulness is good. Some of the areas specifically of fruitfulness for this year and things that we're, we're doing this year, obviously we're planning a new church and that's a big deal. And, uh, and so we'll talk about that just to even finish the service. We're going to bless that, that whole new work. But that's, that's an extension of the orchard and God's been preparing that for years and, and it's amazing. Uh, and also our Persian church as well, our brothers and sisters from Iran. And, and it's a precious, precious thing uh, that God's done in, in these people. And so we stand with them and, uh, and we are excited about what God's going to do and grow. And, uh, but this year we also have some various, some of the people that, that shared encouragement for us are, are coming out. Peter McHugh is, is coming out again. Every year we've had Peter McHugh, Murray Avil, David Crabtree and some of these guys and, and, and their wives as well uh, coming and, and they've been a real blessing to us, us both, uh, but also us as a community. And so uh, Peter is coming with Graham Cook this year to do a two-day uh, leadership training intensive and, uh, and it's going to be amazing because Graham is just full of revelation for leaders uh, and for us as believers as well. But th- that's that's coming up in May, which we'll give you more information about. Um, our our main conference for the year is with Leif Hetland. And Leif is just an amazing man of God, used in phenomenal ways all over the world, including in Muslim nations, very, very uniquely. Um, and so we're excited. We've talked to him for a number of years and he, he actually has asked to come. And so it's a real blessing. We believe God's he's, he's just put this together for a great time in August this year. And so we'll give you a whole lot more information about that as well. Um, and we are putting all these guests up at our health retreat and they are detoxing. They don't even know this yet. Uh, while they're staying here, they're going to be cleansed out. But, um, but anyway, uh, then we also have David Crabtree coming for a weekend, Murray Avril coming for a weekend. Um, and... Uh, and probably lastly, from my side of things, an exciting portion of something that God's done over the 10 years has been an amazing work in our college. And we are in a very unique situation as a church and a school that are married and intertwined. And that's not going to change on our watch. And yet in most situations, a lot of situations around the world, that is being torn apart. Churches are separating from schools and schools are becoming independent from their church covering. We will not do that. 
And so we've had to fight for that. Jenny and Brian know this. They've had to fight for that because the enemy doesn't like it because there's a spiritual covering and there's an anointing and a blessing that flows from the house of God into that place. And so there's, a, there's an authority there that we've had to stand in and Jenny and Brian have had to stand with us in that even at times when people have been saying, you're useless, it's chaos, it's, you're shutting down, you're doing this, you're doing that. And we've just said, no, we're not. We're, we know where we're going. And here we are in a land of blessing. And as a college, we are debt-free. We are growing. Yeah. We are, we are growing. There's so much fruit that every year comes out of Southern Vales with young people who love the Lord and careers. They go all over the world in amazing ways. I'm still surprised every year when you just discover, wow, someone here, someone there. And, and this is from this house. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves that, that we are a huge part of that. It's not a separate part. It is part of our DNA, but right back from the beginning times of, of when we were first called as a house to plant a school, and here we are. And so it's a very important part, but it's a testimony, a testimony of God's goodness. And just with all the areas of what God's doing in our community, we are just so thankful. We're thankful for our beautiful kids ministry, our amazing youth ministry, for the young adults. We are so thankful for all of our connect groups. We have amazing connect groups. We just think they are so fun. Last year, we had a joy party at the end of the year. The seniors were here on Thursday with ice blocks in their hands, having fun. Like, we are so blessed and so thankful. This year, we'll be having some men's breakfasts. We're going to enjoy Flourish for the women's ministry. Yay! We're going to have more wellness seminars. We have lots of fun things throughout these years, but all of this is an expression of who we all are, and we are so thankful, um, and so thankful to each and every one of you, because family does family. We, we always said when we first stepped in, we don't want to do this alone. <laughs> this is about family. So we're excited to continue to grow and to continue to flourish and that this is a year of fruitfulness and it's a year of His blessing and abundance and it's a year to celebrate, a year to celebrate His goodness. So why don't we stand together this morning? We have another special, this has been a big morning of all sorts of fun things, but we have one more special thing that we would like to do this morning. We would like to invite Rachel and Russell to come forward, please. Thank you. Rachel and Russell are absolutely gorgeous. All of you who know them know that if you know them, you love them <laughs> because they are absolutely beautiful. And we were just chatting this morning and realising um, it's been many, many years of relationship and friendship and heart-to-heart -heart connection. And even though this is a bit of a farewell, it's not a farewell, but it's the last week of being here. And we just want to say how much we love you and how excited we are for what God's doing. And even though there is a new season that you guys are stepping into, we are one family and one body and one church. We might meet in a couple of locations, but we are one. We are one in heart and one in spirit. We were just working out this morning that it's been 28 years, 28 years of friendship and connection. And that is God's goodness, isn't it? That is God's goodness. So we would like to pray for Rachel and Russell this morning as a family. And we would like to also give them a certificate of induction and ordination as pastors of Aldinga 
Harvest Campus. Yeah, and we just want to recognise them and honour them because it's a new work. Yeah. It's an extension of our orchard here. They're stretching down south. They live in that region. They've been praying over that region. They're part of the community down there yeah. at Southern Vales as well. And so, again, it's, it's in our DNA. These guys are in our – they are our DNA. Yeah. And so we're carrying that forward as a house mm -hmm. south down the south coast, and we want to stand with them. But we also want to honour them and recognise them, yeah. be praying for them. It's a new work, and, uh, and it's exciting. Uh, but they need your prayers and we want to honour them as the ordained leaders. Yeah. Yeah. And because God has called you guys, yeah. it's yeah. not a mistake. It's just no. not something that, you know, came to you because you ate too much pizza or something like that. It's, a, it's the call of God. It's his voice over your lives. We recognise that and we recognise that and yeah. testify yeah. to the call of God. And, and we want to stand with you today as your brothers and sisters in that region. Um, and so I want to read just something to make it biblical. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, including Aldinga, <laughs> baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. It's the Great Commission and it's the Word of God over us as believers. And so you guys are stretching forth and we just want to pray for you, bless you and ordain you as the leaders of Aldinga Harvest Church Campus. Would you guys stretch your hands forward and let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you so much for your heart for us. And Lord, you know and see so many things before we see them and before we know and understand them. And Lord, we thank you that you've called Rachel and Russell to this and that you've called them for such a time as this. Whoa. <laughs> and Lord, I thank you that you've not only prepared them, but you've placed your spirit and your heart in them and you've poured your goodness in their lives to overflow, Lord. And, and we thank you for who they are. We thank you for all that you've done in them and for all that you pour through them. And we thank you for this season ahead, this season of fruitfulness and of blessing and of celebration and of, and of your kingdom expanding, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I just see so much joy. I see so much dancing and celebration. And, and I just see the Father having a party at Aldinga. <laughs> and we get to join in. <laughs> so, Lord, we just bless Rachel and Russell with all of our heart. And we stand together with them. We stand as one. And we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what is yet to come. And we thank you that we get to be part of your beautiful kingdom family here on earth. Yes. Yeah. Lord, we just bless Rachel and Russell as the campus pastors at Aldinga Harvest Church. We just want to bless them. We agree with them. We stand with them arm to arm today. We ask for your blood covering over them day and night, over their girls, over their relationships, their marriage, their decisions, their energy levels, their health. And Lord, we pray that you would do great things in this region. Lord, from, from right in, in the north of the city of Onkaparinga, right the way down to the south and beyond the borders of this region, we ask that your testimony of goodness would overflow. Your abundance would follow us and chase us down. Lord, we just pray for souls in this region. We pray for new believers. Lord, for those who are seeking, those who don't even know they're seeking, we pray you'd chase them down. 
Lord, we ask for great harvest in this region, for a harvest of people, even burnt out, tired, weary ones. Lord, we pray that they would run to you, Jesus. Run to you, Lord. We pray that the region of Odinga would just even flow with a fresh river of God, a fresh river of your presence in that region, Lord Jesus, your love, your power, your healing and your life. And so we stand with Rachel and Russell today. We ordain them officially with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, fresh authority from heaven. And Lord, we pray that you would do great things in and through them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.